Hello, everybody. Day 15 of Joy of the Eucharist, Advent with the Holy Family, a daily retreat. A daily retreat. So we've been walking along with the Holy Family. and Step by step, <laughs> day, day by day, with the Holy Family. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. I know. So when we are outlining this plan, day 15... Father has named Scorn of the People. Scorn of the People. And I people. was like, what? What does that mean? So what are, you, what are you talking about, Father? So you know that a lot of the um, life of the Holy Family is hidden. We call it the hidden life. But it's not a bad thing to imagine what life was like for them. And so people had to wonder, how'd they get pregnant? What are the, you know, let's run that timeline. This was before they came together. People talking. People talking. Talking, talking about, about people. people. <laughs> so I thought we could reflect for just a little bit on how even from the infancy, even from when he was uh, in his mother's womb, Jesus experienced scorn, experienced being despised or judged by the masses. So much so that it even led to his crucifixion and death. And Jesus promised to us that if you follow me, you shouldn't be surprised if they hate you. Remember, they hated me for first. An ordeal. Remember, they hated me first. And so let's just reflect for a moment. What would people have thought about Mary and Joseph, right? This new couple, this baby. I'm sure there would be many in the community who would have looked at them with suspicion, looked at them with scorn even. Um, Mary, if Joseph, as we heard before, if Joseph had not protected her and taken her into her home, was would have been in danger of being stoned. And so this scorn this that she experienced from people during his whole life, which Jesus experienced during his whole life, began even here. So do you think this scorn of the people stayed with them throughout the life of Jesus? Like because of how it started, that it was just so weird and questionable? We just know that Jesus said that because he was a sign of contradiction, there would always be some who wouldn't accept him. And even in the 12 who he walked with and loved more than any, there was Judas the betrayer and even Peter denied him. But among those even we're closest to, sometimes we can be hurt, judged, misjudged. And if it's part of the life of Christ... You know, it's going to be part of our own life, too. So even if people are making fun of us for doing the right thing, do it anyway. Right. If it's weird to be Catholic or to be too Catholic, Mm -hmm. do it. If God's asking it of you and we're holding back because somebody might think something or say something or whatever. Then that's us putting them above God. It's refusing. Right. What he's called us, what he's asked us to do. Yeah. Not taking up our cross and uh, uniting our lives to Christ. Our lives should look silly to some people. Like John the Baptist, mm-hmm. St. John the Baptist. Kind of radical. Why is he eating those locusts? Why is he hanging out in the desert? So then Joseph, Yeah. when he's walking around mm-hmm. Jesus and Mary's belly, j- just trying to stay committed to the cause, be the protector of the holy family. Yeah. What did that look like for he him? He has the responsibility. Even? He's the guardian, right? And so he, he as the, the loving husband, wraps his arms of protection around Mary and little Jesus in utero and is meant to be the shield from the the buffets and the spitting of the world, so to speak, you know? And that's kind of a responsibility that all husbands have. 
to shield their families from those negative influences, from those evil things of the world, and to make sure that their wives and children know that they're deeply and richly loved by God and by them. And to be the spiritual leader. To be the spiritual leader, the guardian, the protector. So then as a challenge mm-hmm. to put out there to all you men. If there are any men listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wives, tell your, tell your men. Yeah. Ha- have this be the one episode they listen to. Yeah. <laughs> No, but be the spiritual leaders of your family. Seriously, yeah. Be the one that starts praying in the evening before the kids go to bed or blessing the kids as they go to school or before leaving for work. And kids look up to their fathers. Dads tell us um, what's truly, you know, what's valuable to our family. So if dad is an OSU fan, the whole family is going to be Oklahoma State, right? Maybe, you know. Mom's sports preferences matter some, maybe, <laughs> but dad sets the tone, huh? So it's the same thing. If if you're if a dad is willing to be out there, be radical, really live the faith well, then the family knows. Oh, this is what's important to our family. Um, and so, uh, even if people make fun of you for doing the right thing, do it anyway. Do the Lord's will. Stay committed to the cause, just like Saint Joseph. That's right. So for our meditation today, let's close our eyes if possible or take a deep breath. Place ourselves in the presence of God. And for today's meditation, we'll imagine a scene that's not recorded in Scripture, but it could have happened and might draw us deeper into prayer with the the Holy Family. Let's imagine Mary on a warm, sunny day, going out into the marketplace to do her shopping, carry out some of her daily duties. She enters the marketplace. It's A lot of hustle and bustle, a lot of people, it's busy, and she has a long list of things that she needs, and when she goes through, she hears very faintly those around her whispering, the kind of whispering where you know they don't want to hear you because they're saying something unkind. The kind of whispering that tells you you're being judged, being scorned, being looked down upon. Mary, the handmaid of the Lord, unfazed, continues going about her daily duties for love of God and love of her family. Then Joseph comes up and he sees Mary. She has no idea what's going on around her. The looks, she's just not interested, but he sees it. Joseph sees it, and it hurts his heart. So he goes over to Mary, lovingly smiles at her, puts his arm around her, and then just walks along, helping her out. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.